This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, couch potatoes and TV junkies. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. My name is Robert, one of your lovely regular hosts. I'm sitting here with Rich, host number two. I am here. I have an apple in hand because I'm making some changes in my life. Heck yeah, very good, very Not good. Not really. It's, I, it's the one good thing I like is apples. Oh, good. Yeah. And we are very lucky today to have another guest host, our third host for, uh, or no, our, our fourth guest host for the series. You know, I want to get to that point where we just lose count. We just lose count. But this one is probably the most special of all. He's a wonderful, dear friend, uh, and he's a very funny performer. His name is Mr. Jeff Quintana. Uh, hola and bienvenidos. Bienvenidos. I've definitely, um, well, shit, of anybody in Chicago, I don't know, I've definitely known you the longest. Yeah, I think so. God, <laughs> we all know each other since you were baby people, and me too. Young baby people back in Florida. Jeff will be very modest and probably claim no esteem, but Jeff is a very great improviser and uh, is known by the greater Chicago area. So we're really happy to have him. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, no, this is great. I like, you know, spending an afternoon with France, mm-hmm. drinking some water. I'm drinking water right now for those at home that were wondering what I was drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking tea. This is a very healthy picked up. Yeah, yeah. we did pretty good. Oh, Zaxby's cup. Didn't even notice. Amazing. <laughs> we're but, cleansing here, man. Jeff, do you know what we do here? I have no idea. What is? What do we do? Jeff walked in blind to this. I did. It shows the level of faith he has in us. What we do here is we, using our Netflix roulette randomizer, are going to select a show at random that's oh, available for streaming on Netflix, and we're going to watch the pilot episode of it. And then we're going to come back, share our thoughts and criticisms, uh, a lot of bullshit, a lot of stuff like that, and generally have a good time. Bits and bits, bro. Sounds, Get into some bits. Sounds like a party. It is. Um, before we do that, though, Jeff, you've been watching anything? What's your like yeah. your what's your go to shows? I think everybody right now is on the same boat with me when I say Daredevil is amazing on Netflix right now. It is so good. I have been watching I'm on like episode seven right now. I don't oh, know wow. it's done. I just it just came out on Friday and I've just been like tearing through it. Heck yeah. I think Rich and I have both seen episode one. You've only seen the first episode? Yep, just one. Okay. Right See Rich, Rich, have you seen more? I've only watched the first episode. And honestly, I wasn't that impressed. Uh, you gotta watch it. I mean, I'm going to. Mostly for Rosaria Dawson. Because I fucking love Rosaria Dawson. And honestly, that first episode was so, like, fucking just get in there and do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody could turn away from it. It was like, I, we're just gonna get down to it. We'll explain what the fuck is going on yeah. later. And I kind of love that. About I it. also watched it during the day. And so we got the sunlight coming through and everything. Ah. And it was hard to see, like, all the fight scenes and everything. So that might have affected. I think so. I think the choreography of the fight scenes, especially in that first one, is a little rough. But I'm with Jeff. I really like how flawed he is as a character. Yeah. I think he's tremendously flawed. And that's probably my favorite thing about the show. I think it's going to be pretty kick-ass. I actually asked on Twitter yesterday what people were feeling about it. Let me see what we got here. Um, inconclusive podcast on Twitter. Love it so far. Two episodes in. 
and want to see a Punisher and Moon Knight done the same way. Ah, Hell yeah. What is Moon Knight? They're never going to get a Moon Knight because that is like the most powerful nerds. Yeah, that is. (laughs) Only know who that is. This is a dude that originally the character got his power when the moon came out Mm -hmm. and his like... I think he had like some like medallion that's moon sh- crescent moon shaped, mm-hmm. and he just wore all white. Like I don't know, he, it was terrible. He was cursed with looking awesome and yeah. then having like zero substance behind yeah. it to really make him a viable <laughs> character. But he is like a yeah. There's like D listers. He's probably like an R lister. Yeah, <laughs> and we're talking way down. Yeah, like the fact that the guy went the Punisher and then Moon Knight. <laughs> Really makes me wonder. It's like you could have literally said like the Punisher and a towel, <laughs> and it would have been the same. It would have been the same. Yeah, shows. Well, Jesus, because we did that bracket, the superhero bracket on Blank Slate and Podswoggle, mm-hmm. where we named. We had Robert and Steve like give us like sixty eight superheroes, just any villains, heroes, whatever. And Moon Knight never came up. Of course. Not. So that is a that is a very deep cut. Yeah, he's the worst. Moon Knight first appeared in a comic called Werewolf by Night. That's how obscure Moon Knight is. Is he appeared in a book? He was a guest in a book that you've never heard of. There is much head shaking going on on my end right now. (laughs) So we get the idea of what's happening here. That is awesome. Um, And then another uh, person on Twitter, uh, Noel C, said it was brutal and beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i like that i think that's true it's i don't a, know i think they do a good job i think some of it you know to a point it's just like any action thing where i'm like watching it, i'm like my god that guy can take a lot of hits you know but they kind of explain it with him mm-hmm. i think but i don't understand when he's like fighting some of these people like i'm like man would it really take that many punches to make somebody go down maybe it does i don't know i was thinking about that too he gets his ass kicked a lot which yeah. I like, but then it does go to the point where it's like oh, he's been punched like eighty times yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like don't like a normal person, like one solid hit and it's over. And you like no, we're done. We're yeah. done here, right? And but then also isn't doesn't he have like extra feelings, right? So does he control that? Does he just turn it off? I don't know. Maybe they'll explain it in episode eight. This is why I love Jeff. Is Jeff is the first person to ever bring up the fact that if Daredevil has heightened senses, wouldn't he? Feel pain, yeah, like super. Yeah. Well, they show him doing it too when he's literally. He's like, I can hear everything. He's being a little like this, you know, like, um, <laughs> you know, like I'm guessing he like fucking. They just, I just got to an episode, not to spoil, where they kind of like slowly show like where his training comes from and stuff, and it's. I'm hoping it'll explain more. Uh, so I I will definitely keep watching that because everybody, everybody. Has just been jizzing all over Hot Daredevil. topic. It is. Hashtag hot topic. Hashtag what's your take? Hashtag hot topic. Hashtag not the store. Uh, Hashtag the store. <laughs> They'll probably sell a bunch of Daredevil merch and hot topic. Hashtag Spencer's gifts. Hashtag Moon Knight t-shirt. Hashtag towel t-shirt. <laughs> a t-shirt that's actually like hairy cloth towel. towel. Just the worst. <laughs> Um, it's great for water parks, actually. I'm sure. Uh, we were talking last week after we were uh, wrapping up a super secret podcast project that'll hopefully be debuting soon. Oh. Uh, and you were talking about like one of your favorite shows, uh, a cartoon by the name of Futurama. 
Oh, which we man. haven't really ever talked about before. Futurama, God, it is literally. I don't watch really comedy at all, and people are gonna be like, "Man, how do you do comedy?" And I watch comedy, but I, I don't like watching like most live comedy stuff because it looks like they're trying too hard to me. Yeah, and then like I don't laugh, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and not that I haven't like have laughed in any movie ever, but it's just like as I prefer not to spend my money on that. I prefer to go watch like you know some drama or some cool action movie. But um, but Futurama, man, God. Just a perfect show to me. Maybe it just has everything I like. Futurama, very funny, very smart. Yeah, uh, very well done. Um, the talent on the show is pretty crazy, mm-hmm. and and very watchable. Like when it when it isn't hitting like you know joke after joke after like reference, it's also just very watchable. And the characters are, are you you get invested in them, and it's easy to just have on at all times. And they've, they've, what, start and stopped, like, actual runs, what, four different times? Yeah, like, they've been canceled so many times, it's so funny. <laughs> they have, like, and they, each time they get canceled, they do an episode where they come back making fun of everyone that canceled them. They've <laughs> got to, the like, hold the record for amount of times they've been canceled, right? I think so, because it's, like, it's so funny. That show gets canceled, like, ten times, they keep bringing it back, and then it's, like, Simpsons is on season like ninety four, yeah, or something crazy, and I'm like, why would you trust this and not this? I know. You know? Futurama started in ninety nine, right? I like think right so. Yeah, turn of yeah. the millennium, and then last got canceled last year, two years ago, 2013, yeah. 14. Yeah, and then I think it's coming back again. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have like movies too, right? They have like oh yeah, they made like three or four. Um, there's been a pretty big week in TV in general, though. Um, Louis came back. Love that show. And it's just, he, again, he's just banging on all cylinders. It's just great. That show, I mean, man, I like, again, I don't watch a lot of like comedy stuff, but that show is not that. It's just, yeah. hey, look at the human condition. It's yes. real interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we rewatched some of uh, season four, like the. Into the wood or in the woods, whatever yeah. the name of the episodes where it deals with uh, his experiences doing drugs mm-hmm. as a kid and everything and all that, and it is it's just quality like storytelling, mm-hmm. and then it happens to be hilarious about seventy percent of the time. Yeah, and from se- season four was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Go back rewatch that if you haven't, uh, or watch it if you haven't. Uh, but specifically, go back to it's like middle of the season. I want to say it's like the elevator part three or four where they're all just hanging out after a show and Todd Berry just goes through his day. And by the end of it, it's just the smallest thing. I don't want to give it away, but he's a fucking boss at the end of it in the smallest way, in like the most menial, insignificant way. He's a boss. It's amazing. Ah, I love it. It's <laughs> it's just such a great show. To me, it's like we're, we're, if there was an improvisational show that like show what improv could be, I think that's the show because it's like it's not always funny the whole time, it's pretty fucking interesting. And then when you do laugh, you laugh super hard instead yeah. of just being like, ha, ah, that guy stepped on a shit, <laughs> you know. Uh, also on FX, they debuted a new show called The Comedians. Have either of you guys heard about this show? It's about no. comedy, Jeff. I probably haven't watched it then, as per usual, yeah. and what I said earlier. I don't watch any TV. Actually. Hashtag hot topic. It's about uh, Billy Crystal and Josh Gad, 
the guy from Book of Mormon. Oh, I think I've seen the picture for this. Yeah, and it's about them. It's a documentary about them doing a show. It's a fake documentary about them doing a show for FX, like a sketch show. And it, I watched it, and I think it kind of falls a little bit under what you were kind of talking about with just kind of trying too hard. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of like Kirby enthusiasm elements to it. Larry Charles, the guy who did a bunch of Curb episodes, he did Borat, uh, directed this as well. And it's good. It's funny. It has some really funny moments. But yeah, it's uh, it, it, it definitely is trying a little too hard. Hopefully yeah. it kind of settles in, but... I don't know. It's just like, yeah, most comedy things, like, it just always feels like, what, what, what? Kind of thing happening, and I'm like, why? <laughs> Let's not do that part and do just the funny part. Uh, Better Call Saul finale? You've been watching Better Call Saul? I haven't watched it at all, but I don't have that. I only watch things that are on Netflix. Okay. You know, like, if it's, like, the only thing I've seen beyond that that I think was on Hulu, maybe, was that Transparent show. You guys watch that? Yeah. That shit was pretty great. Very informative. Uh, Transparent was real. That was on Amazon, actually. Or yeah, I think it might have been on Hulu like as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. Whatever it was, it wasn't on Netflix again. Uh, Netflix. The Saul finale was, was pretty good. The The episode before... This is just what Breaking Bad does really well. well <laughs> what it did really well anyway was having an awesome penultimate episode. And then the, the last one being good. You know, until obviously the, the ultimate end. But how many episodes in the season was there? Like ten? Yeah, it was short. It was that sounds short. like a good amount. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of into, especially comparing like, like these quality, not quality, but these cable shows yeah. versus like network stuff. I like a shorter season. Yeah. I like something way more manageable. Like you know, like Daredevil, I think is like tops of what I like to enjoy. <laughs> Gotham's coming back, and that's going to come out to be like 22. Yeah. And they, oh. you definitely have to start filling time when you're when you're that. Well, especially the way Gotham got managed, where it was yeah. originally a 16 episode order, and then it's like, nope, give us six more. Yeah, I think is Gotham an hour long or is yeah. it this hour? Like, I don't know. It's crazy, man. When you do hour long, 22 fucking episode season, that's mm-hmm. like a lot of my life gone. Yeah, you know? Like, it's crazy. Like, I was watching... You guys seen Star Trek before, probably? Next Generation or original? Or... Both. I've been watching Star Trek Next Generation and now Deep Space Nine. And I never was into Star Trek before recently. But I started watching it, and I'm like... You, weirdly, you start finding yourself, like, on the brink of, like... You're like, oh, I feel for these space people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, why do I feel for them? And I had, like... I had like I got teared up one time while I was watching Star Trek. I was like, what is happening? And then I'm like, maybe I'm getting old and my fucking body's acting weird. But <laughs> um, but I was watching that show and like, you know, I was watching it. I'm like, I'm trying to get through a season. And then I'm like, these are like fucking long ass seasons. Yeah, they are. Man. Because yeah, those are for like syndication too. So Oof. they were like 26 episodes probably. They were forever long. For like seven or eight, yeah. nine yeah. seasons. And I was trying to get through it. And then I just finally was like, no, dude, I just need to get to what I need so I can get D Space Nine. D Space Nine... I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Next Generation was great. I'm sure somebody, some Star Trek fan right now is like getting a sniper rifle ready. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I just need to get through it because I was like, okay, what do I need to know so I can watch Deep Space Nine because I know they cross at some point or whatever. And then I finally like just like skimmed through it and watched the episodes I needed to watch. Mostly you just got to watch episodes about the board, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but it was interesting. What about the uh, the Star Trek movies? Do you like those? 
Uh, the which ones? I guess everything's all split up. Uh, like the newer ones. The newer one. I like the newer ones. People were complaining. I didn't see. Uh, did I watch Into Darkness? I did watch Into Darkness. Yeah, I, I liked them. I had a. We are just talking with a friend though about it. He was pretty over the moon about it. The first one kicked ass. First one was yeah. great. I think people were complaining because it's like, oh, they're walking away and they're making it all actiony. But I'm like, I don't know. I still think it has the elements, for sure. You know, and why not? Why not make it? You know. Like, make the fight scenes not, you know, like, slow motion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is something I, I could definitely go for a franchise of those. I mean, it already is, but I would like to see more and more of those made. You'll see them as soon as J.J. Abrams is done making my Star Wars movies. Do you think they're ever going to get to uh, trying to save a whale? In, in the Star movies? Wars movies? In the Star Trek movies. Um, I hope they do in the Star Wars movies, because then we get to see whatever Star Wars version is of a whale. Well, the great thing um. is, at that point, it will just be set... It'll be like a real-life documentary. Like, the world will be in such a state of climate change that, like, worlds, whales will be dying. And so it will be a real thing. Well, here's the thing that's great about that. So that whale, that terrible whale Star Trek movie, that is kind of whatever, where they're saving whales. <laughs> Because they're aliens, correct? Yeah, There's I think it was like an whales. alien race of whales. Yeah, alien race of whales is like, dude, we got to save our bros. <laughs> so I I tried to watch this movie, and that was one of the ones that maybe not so high on the list. Um, but it did make me think of right now that we have deciphered dolphin language a little bit, and we found out that dolphins have names for each other. And shit. So I'm like, the more we like decipher this language, and they're doing it for whales and stuff too, you know, how soon until we have fucking dolphins being like, yo, dudes, what the fuck? You've been killing us. Yeah. Like crazy. Mm -hmm. And like, how? And then what are people going to say to that? If we're treating, you know, homosexuals and, you know, <laughs> like other races of people that are not like that, like the whites. <laughs> You know, like a certain way and being terrible towards them. Like, what are they going to do when we have to, like, actually talk to animals? Oh, it's a lot easier to subjugate um, anything when you don't have to recognize it as, uh. like, a sentient being. But then if it started talking to you, it would be a lot harder. To See, like, but, like, know. I look at, like, you know, these awesome, and not to get super political on here, but I look at these awesome Republicans and the amazing level of stupidity that seems to permeate their minds when it comes to, like, human rights issues that I'm like, I can't even imagine what they're going to do when we sit there and we go, hey, we got to stop putting stuff in the ocean because of these dolphins. You shut up, dolphin lover. Yeah. And you tell that dolphin to shut up too. Yeah. It's like, if dolphins had emotions, we would know. We know. We know they have emotions because they're talking. <laughs> yeah. You know, what are they going to do about that? That uh, dolphin doesn't speak English. It doesn't even speak Portuguese. Oh God! So that's these are all things that have actually been said, <laughs> which is crazy. But I did think it was funny that like I wonder if people are gonna name their kids like after their dolphin neighbor or something, you know? <laughs> and what are what are their fucking what are like dolphins' names? Like it's not gonna be like Clark. It's gonna be like a Kika, <laughs> you know? Oh, there here comes a Kika and his son a Quick <laughs> You know? I just think. <laughs> I just think that's going to be amazing, you know, because we're all going to sound like idiots. Who's the person that's going to learn dolphin? You know, yeah. someone's going to do it. Uh, that's yeah. true. Somebody will. Somebody yeah. will. And they're going to be sitting there and they're going to be like, <laughs> you're going to be like, what is happening? Well, and then I want to see the opposite of that, where the dolphin learns like human names and tries to say like <laughs> Dave or something. Dave! <laughs> 
Uh, it'll be amazing. Oh, it'd be great. They have a very huge, apparently, uh, vocal and sound range. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine, I wonder if you could teach them things. That would be kind of cool. I bet you could. I, I, want, you could. I want Dolphins represented on the next Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you heard of Eurovision, Jeff? You know what that is at all? Uh, yeah. It's essentially, for like Europe, a, a like a huge American idol crossed with like Miss Man. Universe uh, okay. where every country gets a representative and they just perform in this giant arena and the production value is like set to a thousand and there's fire and pyro and wow. so this is like the street fighter of talent yeah yeah it's it's pretty insane like I uh, see the little plane go how often do they have this? I every, know year. They, every year. Every well, like year. Well, like once a year every year. Once a year, yeah. Like a big... And I'm sure they have like regionals and stuff. And do they go, welcome to the Street Fighter of Talent? Basically, but it's usually like in German or something. Oh. Yeah, John. Ben of Talent. I don't know German. What would it sound like in Dolphin? Talent. Whale on that. This is what we're learning. Whale, <laughs> whale, 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 whale. Uh, yeah, you want to get to it? You guys yeah. want to pick a show? Yeah. Hashtag hot topic. Hashtag towel shirt. Hashtag moonlight. Hashtag NetflixRoulette.net. That is the program that we use to randomly select what we're going to watch. If it works this time. If it works this time. And if we get a viable option. A lot of times we'll get something that's either not a TV show or it's not available for streaming or we yeah. don't like it. And then so we roll again. <laughs> or if this doesn't work, we'll just go to chat roulette and see how many times we can catch men just jacking off. The answer to that is every time. <laughs> Man, I remember when that like would that come out when we were in when we were in college? It came out yes. probably like maybe like just after you left. Yeah, I think because I remember somebody or like said just it to before. Me, and then like I literally I was like, all right, let's see what this is all about, and I get in there. I'm like, this is literally mostly just shots of dudes yeah. looking at you. Or one of them was amazing. It was just like a shot from the from the waist down of some guy just with his dick just going <laughs> all over. And I was like, what is happening? Like, who sits there and continues to watch this? <laughs> we were the first time I saw Chad Roulette was at a party. We were at a party and someone just had it up. Like, yeah, look, these other people are gathering around their computer screen talking. It's like, yeah, we're in the middle of a party. This is okay, that's as far as that goes. But yeah. we're lucky though it just wasn't Nick's because that's like that's gotta be like the ultimate, right? For the guy who's just jerking off, is like the try to get the most people you can. I guess, yeah. He's trying to get an audience for his dick slamming. All right, let's go ahead and choose the Jeff. Go ahead and swing around over here so you can see what we get. And here we go. Yakiri. I know what that is. It's, well, we had to get an anime sometime. Uh, from 2005, this animated series follows a young Sue named Yakiri who's blessed with the gift of being able to communicate with the animal kingdom as he embarks on a variety of adventures with his faithful pony, Little Thunder. How appropriate. Talking about dolphin speech, talking about yeah. talking to animals. This is pretty apropos. I can't wait. To see this Dr. Doolittle in Japanese. That's how we feel about 90% of the time with some of these shows. Have you ever listened to this podcast, Jeff? It's no. okay if you haven't. 
we've gotten a variety of crazy shows. We've gotten Indian reality shows. We've gotten like two different Indian reality shows. Uh, we've gotten a lot of bad cartoons. This is our first anime. Ah. Are Again, you a fan? I'm guessing it's anime. Oh, okay. It seems well, like what does it look like? It, the picture didn't There's come no up. There's no picture. Oh. It's just a question mark, and then it says, hashtag Towel Hero. Hashtag Moon Knight Towel. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to check and see if it's available. Uh, if it is, we'll give it a look. We'll catch you after the break. And we're back, everybody. Sorry. Um, not available. Whatever that thing was called. I didn't even put it into Yo my curry. brain. You curry. Yo curry. The TV show about the rapping Indian man. Um, so we're going to respin. All right. And Kel on Earth. Oh, Lord. This reality series takes an inside look at the cutthroat world of fashion PR. Following notable tastemaker and notorious taskmaster, Kelly Cutrone, as she juggles the demands of her professional and personal lives. From 2010, wow. Kel on Earth. This was so bad, apparently, that the director refused to have his name on it, because it's not even on the screen. <laughs> well, let's go watch this piece of shit. Sounds like a good time. Hey, everybody, guess what happened? The same thing. So, Bullet dodged. Reese and, being. And Jeff's dick on my shoulder. Spin again. Sherlock! What? Yeah! Woo! In this updated take on Arthur Conan Doyle's beloved mystery tales, the eccentric sleuth prowls the streets of modern-day London in search of clues at his side, though hobbling, is flatmate Dr. John Watson, fresh from the war in Afghanistan. Uh, obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman, Rupert Graves... Yeah, I've, I've heard nothing but amazing things about this show. Yeah, I think we just got really lucky. Yeah, John Je Leguizamo is not in this show. <laughs> That's great. I'm very excited to not see John Leguizamo in this show. Let's do it. I think it's a long one, but let's do it. Let's do it. just watched the first episode of Sherlock from the BBC 2010 I think is what it said yeah mm -hmm. very fun very cool that was fucking great um I never watched it before I more or less have been avoiding that series just because I know each episode is basically an hour and a half and each episode is a case which is yeah fucking the sweetest and uh and yeah, uh, this was a great reason to uh, finally get into it. Mm -hmm. um, and goddamn, glad, glad we got this. How um, often do these come out? Or when they come out? I don't know. I don't know if it's like weekly or anything like that. I don't no, know like no, what no. the schedule is. The season's literally four episodes. Exactly. So yeah. it's got to be over the course of a year. I mean, well, does it just come out in a chunk? Or does it come out, you know, every Probably like two monthly months? or something. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it'd be too, it would be like way too long and so complex, uh, mm -hmm. to like recap the entire thing. Just 100% watch it. Um, 
to just to know. Uh, but there's just like things that we can like hit on. Um, so I finally get the Cumber hype. I've only ever really seen him in Star Trek Into right. Darkness. You don't even get it. Yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah, he's sick. He's a charismatic show. guy. Yeah, completely. Even. I love his uh, his realization face whenever he like unlocks something in his head. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, fucking amazing. Martin Freeman's the fucking man. Yeah, yeah he is. He's I, probably my my favorite. I've seen Martin Freeman in a lot of stuff. It, it, have either of you watched Fargo? Yeah, it's a great show. Great in that. Great in that. Yeah, well, that show is just great. Yes. God damn, it, it was incredibly well edited. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well shot. That show is pretty fucking perfect. That I like it a lot. I watched all of them. That's a show that like. You know, they, they, they have this saying in improv to play to the height of your intelligence. And, you know, you can also write a show to the height of oh, your intelligence. Man. And if any show needs to do that, it's this one. And it 100% does. Um, what is it with, like, the recent sort of Sherlock Holmes kind of blitz lately? Uh, the, these past, like, five to seven years, it seems. You had the movies... And then you had this, and then there's Elementary on CBS Oof. with Lucy Liu. Just have you watched that? Bad. That's uh, so bad. I don't know. That is a good question. I'm not sure why it's sort of jumped back into the social consciousness so hard. Um, I, I, I think I know. What is it? Well, I mean, so we started years ago, really. You got to think back to like maybe like the first CSIs and all this stuff, like all this detective stuff has just been getting bigger and bigger in the social conscious and they're just like all these shows and they started like exploding for a while and it's like i think after a while people are like what's the original one right yeah it just makes sense to mm-hmm. make this is the original like fucking detective stories true and i think you know he obviously kicked all of her asses yeah you know? <laughs> it just sort of came back to take the crown oh yeah yeah i'm trying not to uh i didn't want to get all negative with it but i i think there's something in like the idea of this cleverness. Like, I'm not sure why people find this so appealing. Because this was actually my least favorite <laughs> parts of of the show were when he was so much smarter than everybody else and kind of threw it in their face. He was smug about it. It's smugness, thank you. Yeah. And I find that that's probably what is driving the larger public interest in mm-hmm. these shows. Like, everyone wants to be the person who's putting everyone else down because they're so smart. Um like I said, I personally, those are my least favorite moments. I liked it when he was way more human and wrong and confused. Yeah. and uh, Well, you don't have those without, you know, that's him getting his comeuppance right. for being an asshole. I right, think the thing know? is, like, yeah, the thing that's interesting about the show is the fact that he is such a dick about it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see, you're if you watch it, which I'm sure you guys will, you just see him, like, you're like, there are times you're just like, why are you being the worst? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, can't you just be cool? Maybe that's you know? what separates this from the others. Is yeah. That yeah. Those moments of reconciling what it is to be a smug asshole. Yeah. And smarter than everybody. Oh, they make him, like, go through it. And, you know, he has, like, yeah, friend problems and life problems. And, like, you know, you don't get away with being a dick, you know, forever. No matter how smart you are, which is kind of, like, the thing of the show. Also, uh, on top of, like, the smug moments... Like, he's also not afraid to, like, roll around in the mud, either. Mm-hmm. Like, when they were getting that one crime scene, mm-hmm. and he's totally calling out the, the forensics guy and the yeah. sergeant for, like, sleeping together. 
Like, that was great. There was just some funny stuff in general. Like, you laughed pretty often. Yeah, there's a lot of really good moments. Like, it seemed uh, uh, like a... Like a uh, it's sandwiched with lightness and comedy. Because mm-hmm. there were a lot of really funny moments at the very end. A lot of really funny moments at the very beginning. And then it just, like, got into the nitty-gritty for, like, the whole middle portion of the show. Uh, another thing that flies by under the radar that was amazing that so many other shows don't do uh is it hit all of you know for this being an art like a like a well-known property this having decades of of significance it hit all the the beats all the 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 recognition beats without being cringeworthy yep it was able to drop you know uh uh baker street it was able to, 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 you know, just draw all the, the references and everything without just, like, making you roll your eyes. That's fucking... It shouldn't be as hard to do as it apparently is, but you see it all the time. Absolutely. And like the first film in a superhero franchise, this is maybe... And I mean this it, just for perspective or comparison. This is maybe the worst episode because it's just lying. It's like setting up all the stuff you know... But they have to get out of the way. This is the origin episode. Yeah, yeah. So now yeah. every other episode is going to be free to just to enjoy. And yeah. man, it gets <laughs> it is sick. That show, I was addicted. I was like in my house, like once I started watching, and then like I was there before the second season came out. So I had to like sit there and wait. And man, it was the worst waiting. <laughs> You're like saying, I was like, man, because like Breaking Bad, I liked and everything, but like it never made me like be like as ah, like anxious. Come on, man. Yeah. Like get this thing out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then they fucking teased you at one point. And they put out these like preview documentary episodes that were just like talking to the actors. So everybody was like, uh, yes, back on. Then you like went in there. And you're like, ah, oh, it's just fucking them talking. <laughs> but the show ruined me. Yeah, I am so fucking excited to to really oh, great. get into the rest of this. Um, do, all right, it's crazy twists. Love all like all the twists mm-hmm. of the story. Yeah. Again, just really smart twists, and uh, you know it, it it hints at the big bad of Moriarty, mm-hmm. um, and uh, okay, I was gonna get to this. I have to ask Robert mm-hmm. you know the question I'm gonna ask yeah who is the better detective hmm Sherlock Holmes or Batman you could think about it if you want we could talk about some other stuff yeah let's let that one on that note for a bit. Uh, we'll come back to that on that note uh, one of my favorite scenes in this episode was a chase scene where they're chasing down this uh, cab mm-hmm. and again incredibly well edited so fucking well edited and honestly like, like visually stylistically it reminded me a lot of like a 60s episode mm-hmm. a 60s Batman episode where they're just like kind of running in place sort of like you know in those episodes uh, and, and the way the streets were lit and everything it was very it, it, it wasn't Harkening to like the campy elements of it, but just stylistically, fucking gorgeous, and mm-hmm. it was so cool, and it was just very Batman and Robin, just chasing after the bad guys. Like that's that was boiling it down to its core of these are do-gooders running down bad guys. Yep. 
Yeah, that's the perfect comparison is that 66 Batman show. I was going to bring that up too because I did like it. I thought like tonally it matched very well. Yeah. Like if they did shoot it like too gritty or too badass, it kind of wouldn't go along with the rest of the show. But that's perfect. It's like a little goofy almost. Yeah. And it worked. Because British people are funny. <laughs> uh, what did we think about the... Uh, the, the the villain in this one, the bad guy, the, uh, the serial, uh, the serial suicide inducer. He was such a good. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I have more episodes under my belt. Yeah. So in retrospect, like he's one. Well, he's really great. But yeah. I, I don't know. You're just every time, every episode is fucking sick. Now, so like, so every case is the the culprit, like. A genius trying to be on Sherlock's level. There's different things. It's uh, I, I won't ruin it for anyone, but it really just has different things each time. Every time, every time you're sitting there, you're going, "This is one of the greatest things I've ever seen." <laughs> Literally, <laughs> such a good show. Do we know if they're making more? Uh, I don't know. They Could- might be. I think they had to take a break um, because. Uh, yeah, he's been doing all these movies and stuff, and he's basically because well, of this the show. Two of them. Yeah, yeah. Freeman too, with all of his The Hobbit. What yeah, Fargo. Uh, well, Fargo was just the one season, but he's in all sorts of stuff. Yeah, they've been getting a lot of work since this show happened. Cause yeah, it was like forget it. everybody like loved it. I will. I will bring up what uh, something else awesome that came up uh, because you were mentioning whether or not it was still on the air. So after a very interesting exchange with. Watson in a restaurant kind of comes up as to whether or not uh, Sherlock's gay um, which is hilarious that scene was probably my favorite funny. scene of the episode and uh, so I decided to google it just for fun to see if I read it right and google search will give yep. you it'll tear you you know results based on the first few words that you enter I typed in is Sherlock and the top four results were is Sherlock is Sherlock gay is Sherlock on Netflix and is Sherlock over? So we're all dying to know the answer to these questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, one we we knocked out right out of the gate. Yep, one was just a definitive yes. Oh, you're not sure. He's I. Yeah, I think I was talking about the Netflix one. <laughs> Sherlock's definitely on Netflix. Sherlock is definitely well, on, he's Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah, the I mean, gay you're thing not is sure yeah. the whole. I I don't even yeah. know if I he's, remember if I'm still sure. He's just yeah. ambiguous. Yeah, yeah it's he's married weird. to his work, as yeah. he says. Yeah, but he didn't really sell that either. It's like, yeah, 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 I'm married to my work. That's the answer that he gives because he knows people will just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, great show. Yeah, I mean, there's not really aside from just singing more of its praises. It's just really good <laughs> performances all around, even from you know the 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 secondary and tertiary cast members uh, just really fucking I love London I love when London is photographed well in mm. TV or movies yeah I'll never live there I'll never yeah no I'll never live there you guys ever been no never been in one time I went senior year of high school and it was as awesome it just seems like it's fucking yeah. magical and better it's like yeah. a magic cool city on a horrible rock island um, filled with intelligent people. <laughs> right, well, I mean, like I said, like okay, do we do we do you have an answer? Batman. 
Why? Why? Why is Batman a better detective? Yeah, why is Batman a better detective? Because he's not. Batman is a better detective because he he because sure they're equally good detectives, but Sherlock really enjoys doing it. Batman is as good of a detective without any innate interest in being a detective. I'm coming up with something on the fly. Yeah, how is he? Yeah, I he can't. has all the interest in being a detective because he wants to solve crimes. He doesn't get the people. same level. He still does it and kicks as much ass at it without the same level of gratification that Sherlock gets. Sherlock is bored. Sherlock likes doing it. Or is Batman's tortured? Exactly. Well, but then I can tell you right there, Sherlock's bored. This guy's doing it. He's tortured. One of them means he's using this much of his intellect, the tiniest bit. Because he's bored, even at the end of some of these. See, you guys are you're. Are you <laughs> oh, saying um, a again? Yeah, a better detective. A who's better, who's better closing at. cases? Who's a smarter detective? Who's better? Who's, better who's closing cases? You put something more efficient. Better is a definition that yeah, we're trying to nail down. Yeah. Well, you guys know I Not, have to go with Batman. Why? First of all, <laughs> why? Because. That's his boy. That's his boy. I get it, but it doesn't have any merits. Like, here's the thing: Batman as a as a character, like that's a, a whole another argument. If we were starting a detective agency, mm-hmm. which, who knows, we may one day, and we had to recruit, we could recruit from fictional characters. Sure. You know? I think, I think Batman would be more of a liability. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think, I think uh, uh, Bat- he's a better fighter, Batman. Mm-hmm. So if he gets in the shit. Uh, but I think Sherlock Holmes is more efficient. Sure. I think he can. He he knows who did it or how they did it almost immediately. Yeah. And so he'll you know have a turnaround of like within a few days, whereas Batman kind of ruminates over stuff. He has to figure out how this reflects on him. Uh, you know, he has to figure out how they're gonna to you know get at uh, whoever his his lady friend is at the time. Mm-hmm. Again. I can't. I. It's like I'm like. You're. You're. I'm under penalty of law, <laughs> obligated to say Batman. So ridiculous. No, nope. it's pretty in it's character. Not if even close. Yeah. No. I, no, was, he's pretty. This was a trick question. I knew Robert yeah. had yeah. to say this at the I'm end. I'm not the best person to answer this question. But I do agree with you. It was like Jeff. Who's a better detective? No, I was gonna say something else. Um, nope. Nope, Batman. Tweet, tweet us your answers at Picked Up yeah. Pod. Yeah. Let us know who the better detective is. Yeah, please tweet us that it's obviously Sherlock because it's so ridiculous. Nah. Hashtag hot topic. Because Sherlock doesn't have to get dressed to have 89 what kind of What kind of detective has the, the murderer show up on his door, his doorstep, and then doesn't turn him in? And doesn't just yell to the police who are in his apartment. Huh? Boom. Boom. Yeah. Pride. Pride. There's, Batman could have caught... All these guys a million times, and he still he lets them go. No, he catches everybody. No, he, he catches doesn't. everybody. He catches everybody. What the hell are you he, talking he about? Ca- no, he, he doesn't them catch all. everyone. Then yes, they get out. How many? Yes, exactly. Here's, here's like, what Batman needs to reallocate his resources and his intelligence into to making a better a holding cell. Yeah, a better penitentiary system. Yeah. Also, Batman needs to stop making the criminals that he fucking is fighting against. That's a good point. Well, yeah, at the same... Sherlock doesn't walk around and go, oh, damn it. 
I created another criminal mastermind. I guess I'll do something about it now. Yeah. Although that is kind of what they alluded to in this episode. Yeah. With yeah. Moriarty and just like, for all we know, Moriarty could have just been tooling around online, found SherlockHolmes.co.uk, and just been like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah. I was just sure. chilling beforehand, but now I'm gonna go wreck some shit. Yep. Sure. But he didn't physically throw them into vats of acid. Neither did Batman. Or. Yes, he did. No, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> several, two, two different times. No, he did not. Yeah. He didn't. He only threw he one guy into a vat of acid yeah. and he died. And then he... <laughs> I mean that. I'll tweet that out. That was met, the first He met first in person. Appearance. He met in person a man who, in person, in the comics, met him in person, was working for him, and knew he was crazy fired him even though he was already doing crazy things like writing crazy riddles to everybody in the fucking business you know it's like That's you don't report that guy fault. you don't report that guy well now we're getting into a civil liberties yeah. issue what are you <laughs> just gonna throw yeah. everyone in or jail how about, immediately how about hey let me find this guy that's murdering people right oh you know what i'm gonna say it's cool because i'm dating his daughter Miss Al Ghul, let's just hang out. Let's all hang for a bit. This guy's murdering millions of people. That's cool. Oh, I'm fam. Batman. So what you're saying? Batman, I'm having fam. a good time. What you're saying that any good detective should kill every criminal. It comes no, I'm account. saying stop causing them to be criminals. Nope. <laughs> stop. Right. Stop overlooking the fact that hey, there's something wrong. Uh, Maybe do you know what the best detecting Batman could do if he would go back and go? Wait a minute, I'm detecting that this is bad because from of me. the top. From the top, if he would go, this would be a bad situation. Maybe I shouldn't cause it. <laughs> and that's and that's how Jeff is gonna leave us. Yeah. Anyway, this. me and Robert agree that. Sherlock Holmes is much better. No, Batman is definitely the better detective. But go ahead and tweet us. Tweet us your yeah, answers. Please tweet us how many villains Batman has caused with their origin. Uh, that would be great. Wanna wrap it up? My meeting. Why do you come here? I live here. Oh. Detective? Uh, hey everybody. Especially I... Jeff. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this wonderful episode of Picked Up. We really, really appreciate all the wonderful feedback we get from you guys. All hashtag the participation. Hot topic. Yes, hashtag hot topic. Hashtag Moon Knight towel t-shirt. So please um, do us a big favor. Subscribe to us through iTunes or through Stitcher, whichever one you use. And on top of that, send us some feedback. Oh, rate and review us too. That's a huge, huge help to yeah. us. Jeff knows. Yeah. Jeff knows. Um, you can reach us a variety of ways. You can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash pickeduppodcast. You can email us, if you're into that sort of thing, at uh, uh, pickeduppodcast at gmail.com. And then finally, our favorite way, you can tweet us at pickeduppod. Yeah, yeah. Any personal plugs for any of you gentlemen? Well, uh, I was going to say, speaking of uh, heroes and villains, ah, there we go. That was smart. You did it. Um, I will be doing one last show April 25th at midnight at the old I.O. Theater, the home of long-form improvisation. Well, not the, the old I.O. Theater. No, it should be the, the new one. one. Yeah, it's yeah. the new one. Um, and that'll be at midnight on the 25th. I'm sure tickets will probably sell decently. We'll see. But, and, uh, it's going to have Geraldo and Villain in it, so you'll get to see improv in English and Spanish featuring my fat face. 
And you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what you got, what you're embarking on after oh, Chicago? Yeah, I am uh, opening a theater called the Villain Theater. You can check us out at villaintheater.com. We'll be doing a lot of interesting stuff, bringing a lot of uh, devised comedy and sketch comedy and improv and just all kinds of shit. I'm hoping to like really bring a lot down there and get you know people working in this in the Miami scene even more so than they are. And if people want more info on Villain Theater, is there anywhere you can send them for that? Uh, you can go to villaintheater.com. You can also go to Facebook slash Villain Theater. You can also go to Instagram slash Villain Theater. You can also go to Pinterest slash Villain Theater. Like you're starting to get the gist. Yup. I pretty much got all of them. Anybody in South Florida, though, definitely uh, keep your eyes open for that. Jeff is going to be back in Florida. Get that sex. Probably early May, right? Uh, yeah, right in the beginning of May. And if people want to find you individually, where can they find you at? On the Book of Face as well. I think, uh, yeah, I think both of them. It's facebook.com slash Quintana Jeff or Jeff Quintana. And those are for my personal page and my public page for my fancy. You got a Twitter? Uh, yes, I think it's at Quintana Jeff as well. Cool. Very cool. How about you, Rich? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rich Cami, Instagram at Rich Cami Four, uh, and coming up May twenty third at the Bug House Theater in Chicago is going to be Pod Slam twenty fifteen. It is a podcastathon to benefit Connor's Cure. Uh, go find Pod Slam on Twitter at Pod Slam fifteen. Uh, we're also on Facebook, same name. Also, uh, you can go to Give to Children's org. Slash pod slam 15. It's going to be 12 hours of podcast wrestling themed and otherwise uh, to raise money for for Connor's Cure. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, go on over to give to children's.org slash pod slam 15 for all the rest of the information. It's a great cause uh, and it's going to be a hell of a day. Uh, if you're a fan of Podswoggle, uh, most of us will be there live, so you'll get to see the first ever live Podswoggle. It's both probably the first ever live versions of a lot of those shows. But uh, yeah, check it out. Spread the word. Tell your friends. If you can't be there, still spread the word, um, and and let's try to, to kick as much ass with this as possible. Hell yeah. <coughs> Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be awesome. Yes, yes. sir. Uh, nothing for me other than the Twitter handle. You can find me at mbravo, mbravo. Yeah, I'll be... I'm sure a big part, or a part of um, Pod Slam 2015. Uh, I'm going to miss Jeff so much. Oh, I'm very sad guys. about that, but we'll see him when we go back to Florida. Yeah, well, you know, just knows that the best villains are caused by their heroes, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are my heroes, you know? Oh, thank you, buddy. And thank you all so much for listening. For myself, Robert, for Rich, and for our lovely guest host, Jeff Quintana. Thanks for listening. Thanks for picking us up. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.